0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Jason and Peely Project. Like I said, this, this amazing woman that I have with me today, she is fantastic. She's all about why women must be connected to their inner state. She's all about growth. She's, you know what, enough of me talking, I want to introduce to you, Stacy. Welcome to the show, Stacy. Thank you so much for having me, I'm excited to be here. So excited to have you. So. Tell me a little bit about your mission and a little bit about how you got into it, your big why.
1: Yes. Yes. Such a great question. So, you know, I always, I love the saying, you know, that the message or the gift that we have to give to this world is so often found in our, in our own mess, right? Our own challenges. Once we get through those ourselves or, you know, see another perspective, we are able, That's. To, 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 excuse me, to truly see that, you know, that's our message and gift to gift the world. And so my mission really, you know, started pretty early in my life where I constantly found myself um, bringing, you know, order to chaos is how I described it, you know, in my early childhood and just my role and how I, you know, always ended up in my friendships and things like that. And so what i really wanted to give to the world and to you know women specifically is the gift of understanding that if you can be clear and calm in your inner state and understand you know the things that You know, naturally, as women, we've oppressed for a long time, not because we've chosen to, but that's the history of of our, you know, gender and everything. Um, That if we can understand that getting to the bottom of that is where we find freedom and fulfillment, that is where the magic can then really happen. And so, my mission is to, you know, bring clarity to women change makers all over the globe to understand. Whatever those blocks are so that they can become free of them, free of the shackles um, to create the, the life they want to live, the impact that they want to make and truly be happy and fulfilled. You know, I think a lot of us are um, happy externally in how we're showing up to the world, but, you know, go home quite often. I know I did for a long time, just feeling like there's this void. And as I learned how to resolve that that's truly my mission to help others resolve that
0: so I love the why I love I just want to key in a couple of things women change make how as leaders and whatever business we're in whether it be real estate uh, clothing design you name it whether we're creators or content makers, filling that void that has happened throughout you know millennia at this point and how to take ourselves out of that so you've given me such an amazing why but how how do we change that that which has been kind of inbred into us through generations of just culture and just the way we were brought up or you know Et cetera, et cetera, How do you overcome what seems to be a really, really big feat?
1: It is definitely, you know, when you think, think about it, because it, it's so in the distance for us, meaning we haven't a lot of times connected to what it is we're speaking of right now. And so it can be overwhelming almost to, to see the way. And so I like to simplify everything that I, I do for others. So like, as soon as I wrap my arms around something, my mission is to then simplify it, you know, in my explanation. And so the first step is pretty simple. And that is asking yourself how you feel about something. I mean, it's pretty typical that challenges that we have as women, you know, they're in one area of life, maybe in multiple areas, but they're keyed in to those areas that we know we're struggling with. And so asking ourselves how we feel seems like such a simple question, but there's a lot to it because quite often we don't stop to actually connect to how we feel. We put it in a beautiful file over here in the file cabinet (laughs) and it, yes, I'm so guilty of this. Um, And it's only once that turns into you know, the crazy dragon breathing fire because it's just gotten to that point. It's then when we address it. But at that point, it's much more of a process to get to the bottom of it. And so the first step is to ask ourselves, how are we really feeling about this situation that's challenging us? And it's very common that you don't know right away. There's a surface emotion and what I recommend is just asking yourself that for seven days consistently, just take five minutes and just ask like, what is this feeling? I even go so far as once I identify the feeling to look up the definition online and look up its opposite, because when I do that, it it opens up this other door of, oh, I can see how that's connected and how I have, you know, suppressed it. So that, you know, I didn't have to deal with the conflict or whatever the situation. And so, again, while that seems like really simple, what that does is it starts to encourage you to get in the habit of connecting to yourself because we're disconnected from ourselves, which then causes the chaos externally. So, that's those first steps of, of getting connected. So, once you identify those emotions, get connected to where they originated, but don't stay there. It's just important to connect those parts of yourself, Um, you know, kind of like a a puzzle, you know? It's like once you get the puzzle put together, you don't just stop and look at the puzzle, right? You typically (laughs) throw it back in the box. That's not what I'm saying, but just, you know, connect and understand that that's a part of the equation. And then there's the next part of, Like, what do you want to create knowing what your foundation is?
0: So all that is just so amazing, starting off with your foundation. And I totally understand what you mean by that double-headed, crazy dragon that just explodes out of you. Sometimes it feels like out of nowhere because you've kept all your feelings in, but exploring, like, especially for us as women, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to put a blanket statement, but especially for us as women, we need to really explore those feelings, take them out, put them in, like in front of us and say, why, why, why is this? Right. So now that we've done dug, dug deep into the feelings and aspirations as you, as a woman leader, tell me a little bit more about your business and how all of this, your mission coincides with that.
1: Yes. So, um, I have a real estate team. We, um, work, you know, on the residential sector with new construction and buyers and sellers. And the way that that has, you know, um, I'll say like interweaved throughout the organization is just calling each member of the team to live, um, at their highest and best, um, level and, um, asking them to look at themselves, you know, both men and women on our team to ask what it is they truly want. And so it's really helped our, our company, um, succeed in a more authentic way versus, you know, setting the goals and forcing to completion and, you know, feeling that sense of that same void at the end of the year, you know, of, What else is missing? We have a very whole life approach with the team to make sure we know their goals, both personally and professionally, so we can keep them in check. I have one team member I have to force to take days off because he's so excited about the projects he's working on, but he's gonna burn out, right? So just really incorporating that to make it a a whole life approach. And then as I've started working more and more with, um, women leaders, you know, one-on-one that has, um, the model that I spoke of in the beginning is a big part of, you know, the work we do in the one-on-one sessions. Um, I work very um, diligently to a result. So, you know, if, if a woman wants to work through something in six weeks or six months, it's a very customized program to get to the bottom of whatever is happening. And I blend, you know, meditation and mindfulness and raising consciousness into that conversation. And so those are the ways that I'm utilizing this in the companies.
0: So why do you think is leading from that clear inner state, that clear mind, that clear heart, getting rid of that dragon? Why is that important for these high performers, these leaders, no matter if you're a man or a woman or anything in between? How do you create high performers by achieving
1: that high and clear inner state? Yes. So, when you're operating from that clear inner state, what that does is it sets a completely different tone for your organization. You show up in a calm and clear way that you can see opportunities before others may. You may be able to cut right through the fluff to get the result you're after, and because you don't have the stress and chaos, et cetera, internally, you're able to show up for the people within your organization and help them be on their way to that path of, you know, clarity and calm so that they can be a part of the ripple effect. You show up differently with clients, obviously, you know, um, advising them in whatever way to make the highest and best decision, where if you're in that stressed, chaotic state, you're thinking about yourself. How am I going to make this next sale? How am I going to survive, right? It's more survival. And so this is more of a methodology to perform and have high performers based on you all truly thriving from that clear and calm inner state. Now, let's be clear. There are stressful situations and tons of chaos. I'm not talking about externally. I'm just talking about when those things come your way, you're handling them for what they are instead of almost like going through it twice where you're handling it for what it is and you're also going through a whole story inside. of This crappy situation, this client, blah, blah, blah. You know, you're not going through that stress. So it's just a different game <laughs>
0: I, love the, I love the blah 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 part I, mean, <laughs> I i'm usually good at sourcing quotes from people but it's the blah 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 that i want to i want to pinpoint because that that's what goes through all of our heads mm-hmm. as real estate agents in real estate or whatever business that you are in oh, lister of mine so everything that stacy just said, please go back and listen to that, because that is how to come from a clear mind, especially from an agent's point of view, because Stacy, you and I both very well know we have a fiduciary duty to our clients. So if we're having that blah, blah, blah in our head, are we at our highest and best? And are we really serving our clients?
1: Mm-hmm. No, right. I think it's such a block and, and they also feel a sense of it, it's a different experience for them because they're like, are they stressed because they know something about my deal that they don't want to tell me yet? I mean, there's just so many ways it could go, but it affects their confidence in you because your blah, blah, blah is affecting your confidence, right? <laughs> so it's just a domino. effect.
0: Hey guys, again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. And if you love what you see, and I know you do, please rate, review, and subscribe. It would mean so much to us. Yeah, it absolutely means the world to us. Helps us get out to a wider audience, really just capture more people that we can help you with this show. Again, you're getting value. Check us out. Thank you again. So grateful to you. How do you succeed without that stress? How do you use all the things that you've talked about? How do you incorporate that? you know what, let's just, let's just pinpoint agents right now. How do you incorporate that in your life, especially as an agent right now in this time during COVID? So agents are particularly susceptible, especially here where I live in New Jersey. Agents from the very beginning were considered as a, they were an integral part, they were needed. So they, even though the rest of the state was on quarantine, they were still needed to do their part to keep the economy going. So how do you, talk to agents who are just kind of scared right now Mm -hmm. how do you settle them and how can they start to succeed again with or without hopefully the stress that they're going through
1: yeah so the biggest thing you know i think is to stay educated on what's happening in the world but keep your world separate and what i mean by that is keep you know, focused on your goals, your business, and what you're here to achieve. And what that really takes is a structured routine. You know, if I look at the things that help, you know, the agents I work with and myself, you know, it's having that daily routine that sets me up every morning. I think that it's very easy, especially right now, most markets have short uh, supply, you know, and so it's very, busy when there is supply multiple offers and it's very hectic and so agents need to remember that they are the professional of their life and the leader of their clients and what i mean by that is they need to make sure that they protect time for themselves i mean morning routines is definitely like the best way I, I'm huge on morning routines
0: because I have my own. Talk a little bit about what your morning routine is and how my listeners can maybe incorporate some of the awesome things that you do.
1: Yeah, so like everything I you know, I said, I like to simplify it. So everything that I'll talk about today, it's simple, but it's reliable. So it's like, no matter how crazy your day is, you can be sure and execute it. You could add things to it, accessorize the routine, but at least you have something to start with. So, my routine is what I call the triple threat. And it's three stages, three steps. And the first step is to do conscious breathing for three minutes. And so, this routine, you know, is 10 minutes at like minimum, you know, or as much as 30 minutes to an hour, depending on where you're at. Um, I'm still here. Okay, great. <laughs> so as far as the first step, three minutes of conscious breathing. And so what you'll do is you'll turn your phone timer on for three minutes and you'll just take a deep inhalation and a deep exhalation and do that for three minutes. So that's stage one. And the point of that is to connect to your breath, pay attention to your breath. Just know that thoughts never stop. So you know, don't get attached to that idea. It's to kind of lay the groundwork for the next two steps. So once you complete that first step, then the second step is to focus on three things you're grateful for. And sometimes, especially when you're short on time, it can be challenging to think of what you're grateful for because you're thinking about what you have to do. And so the solution for that is to simply think of the last 12 to 24 hours and Think of the little things you're grateful for. Grateful that you could go on a walk with your family, grateful that you can walk. Little things like that train your brain to look for small things that are positive, which trains your brain to focus on that type of stuff compared to negative, which is like our default. So when you simplify that and you just focus on those small gratitudes, and it can be large, I'm just giving it a basic example. When you focus on the small gratitude then again that just kind of is that like miracle grow before you like plant the plants in the soil of the garden that you just kind of created with your breathing so first step is the breathing second step is the free gratitude and then the third step is to review your short and long-term goals and these of course you know change quarter to quarter, month to month, it's, you know, it's different for, for all of us. But what I find is by calming my mind, focusing on the good, and then focusing on the short and long-term goals, it allows me to stay really deeply connected to what I'm after each day and focuses, helps me focus during the day to make sure my actions are tying back to those short and long-term goals. So that's the the morning routine I, I do.
0: I love everything that you had right there. I also have a morning routine. Um, I sort of took mine from Hal Elrod and then kind of like just made into my own because okay. you, you learned so many things from so many different people. And I love the fact that you've taken and you kind of just sourced it to kind of it's everything that you need to succeed. So anyone that's listening to this, your morning routine could consist of basically anything that's good for you. But following what Stacey just said, having three minutes just to yourself and listening to your breath and breathing deeply, having those three moments of gratitude, that is that's key. Just thinking about that right now, I'm just like, okay, having a moment of gratitude right now, I'm grateful for this moment. I'm grateful for the be able to for the ability to stand. Like you said, it could be simple things, and I'm, I'm grateful to for the ability to breathe. And then goal setting, going through your goals. I mean, how many times do do your do the people that follow you or do my listeners out there, how many times do you write your goals down and then you never look at it again? Mm-hmm. We need to look at them daily, make them real, put them inside you. So everything you just said, that that morning routine, giving people that base in their day, and your business that you followed and the people that follow you and the fact that you tell your people to take a break because that just tells me that you you have a spirit that takes care of the people that work with you. And as a leader, as a leader of organizations, of real estate organizations, whether you're flipping, wholesaling, if you're an agent, you need to have that duty to the people that work with you. So what would you say to those those leaders that have staff, that have people that work with them, how can you best serve the people that work with you?
1: Yeah, I think that they, more than anything, need your leadership in the the framework of, you know, not only accountability, but showing them, you know, as a leader, we see possibility, right? And I think the biggest thing is we have this opportunity to show people their possibility, like what's possible for them, bigger than the that, than what they thought possible. And I just think that helping like them see that in themselves and then show them the way, show them you know the three steps or the one step or you know whatever they could do to improve. I just think that that is the biggest thing that that we can do. You know to help the people that are within within our care. I think um, I think it's Simon Sinek that says I don't want to butcher the quote, because it's such a great quote, but something to the effect of you know if you're a leader, it's it's not a position to be in charge of others, but that we take care of the people within our charge, you no, know, within our our circle. So
0: yes, all of that and servant leadership. That's the way yeah. it. That's the way it should be, because as leaders, we serve the people we work with, we serve the people we work for, mm-hmm. and don't forget, all you leaders out there, don't forget to serve yourself, and and not, I don't mean that by a selfish way, and I know you understand this, Stacey. How can, and we're coming full circle now, how can a leader
1: best serve themselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the be- the the best thing is to be sure to connect with with yourself even as the year goes, you know, goes by because it's so easy to have the wins and the achievements throughout the year and your vision becomes different. It it evolves quicker than a 12-month calendar year. And so I think just honoring your truth every step of the way is such a powerful move as a leader because I think so so often it can be easy to you know feel like okay we we committed to this and we can't change and you know we don't want to let people down but you know in letting ourselves down we don't serve them either so just you know really being um, connected to that and then I think just the reminder of that you know self-care it's just it's talked about so much, which is is great. It really needs to be talked about. And, um, I think just figuring out your, you know, your model, whatever that is for your self-care, because, you know, it it truly isn't worth it. If you don't have your health and every time you take time off, you're sick or something like that, you know, so just being really connected to that is important. It's like being self, self-mindful, self-motivated. self. Mm -hmm.
0: self aware of yourself so if my listeners want to find out more about any of your programs and find out more and maybe they need to sell a house you never
1: know um if they want to find more about you stacy where can they go to yes so the best way is my website which is limitlesswithstacyb.com
0: fantastic limitlesswithstacyb.com we will drop that link in the notes below Stacey, if you can give one more tidbit of advice for anyone who wants to get started in real estate, maybe they want to be an agent, maybe they want to get into investing, how should they start right now, this moment? Give me one action step.
1: Yeah, if you are going, you want to pursue investing as an example, I recommend getting in touch with a couple of mortgage officers and asking the questions because it's, a surprise to a lot of people that you know they could get started before they thought they could or maybe they need to do some work on their credit you know at least you have a plan that you could make to position yourself for that and in, invest you know investment or investing
0: stacy i've asked that question to probably over 500 different real estate investors and agents and i think that was the best answer oh, i cool. have ever gotten okay so folks Go so talk if you want to get into real estate. Go so talk to a mortgage broker. They know all about the finances and the ins and outs of real estate. And make friends with them because so they're going to be your buddies soon enough. So coming from Stacy, that was the best answer I've ever heard. So thank you for that, Stacy. You're too kind, of course. <laughs> so Stacy, thank you again for coming on. I was honored to have you on. And for all my listeners out there, I am so
1: very grateful. Thank you so very much. Thank you. This was great.
0: Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day, bringing us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check this out. Can't wait to see you.